Hello everyone, welcome to the Cast Daily. Today we're talking about YouTube adding Wikipedia articles to some conspiracy videos, whether Wikipedia likes it or not, and eMarketers report on A-B testing not producing statistically significant results. Hello everyone, I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexis, and today I'm joined by the lead strategist at Comexis, Philip Brooks. Good morning. So our first story, YouTube adding Wikipedia articles to conspiracy videos. Um, so obviously this comes in response to a lot of controversial videos coming up in their trending top number one videos trending section um, on the site, which is algorithmic algorithmically chosen um, by YouTube itself. Uh, and some critics also say that they are designed to push uh, viewers to extremes and extreme opinions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you might remember last month as well um, that some videos of the survivors of the Parkland shooting were also being called crisis actors. Well, a video of that appeared mm -hmm. at the number one trending. Uh, and ever since then, there's been a lot of pressure on YouTube to sort of figure out what they're going to be doing with these conspiracy videos. Um, so, uh, Susan Wajicki, the YouTube CEO, uh, spoke Tuesday evening at a panel at South by Southwest Interactive Festival in Austin and showed some examples of these information cues, which you will be seeing now. So the feature is going to be launching in the coming months. And basically, from what, I, what I've seen of the pictures, we'll be adding small, YouTube, small Wikipedia descriptions underneath, it looks like the title of the YouTube video. Um, so the examples that were given were, you know, the, the this conspiracy of the faked moon landing, and it will have a Wikipedia article focusing um, on that. Um, so before we get too much more into it, um, what do you think of this, Philip, before I, I start dishing my, well, my I, hot take? I mean, obviously, you know, the credulousness of the general public is always frightening to me, I guess, because the fact that these things gain any traction at all is always so mm -hmm. alarming. But, um, you know, I, I think they have to take some steps to it uh, to, to kind of curb it. I don't know what the, what the answer is, other than short of editorial control. Um, you know, to me, I would just slap a big label that says satire on all of the ones that I think are crazy like that. But, um, you know, I, I, I think looking to find, uh, a, you know, a trustworthy source that can verify that these are not as they claim would be, you know, ideal. However, I, the most that I find when dealing with people that believe these kinds of things is they don't believe any credible sources. They only believe their own sources. So I don't know how much help that's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're somebody who's in the middle that's capable of being swayed by this, I don't think you're, I think you're pretty much beyond help at that point mm -hmm. if you're going to be somebody that's that you know, easy to sway with something that's uh, that utterly ridiculous. Yeah, what, what bothers me a lot about it, and I think you, you touched on a couple of great points there, is that not, not that Wikipedia isn't necessarily a trustworthy source, because some people would argue. I think Wikipedia probably doesn't get as, as much credit as it deserves. Um, I think it's relatively accurate. Um, and I, there are a couple of tweets from the executive director, director of Wikimedia, so the people who own or run Wikipedia. Um, and she also said that, you know, you're supposed to, in this tweet thread, you're supposed to look at Wikipedia with a critical eye. You know, most of it is going to be accurate or relatively accurate, but, you know, there's always going to be small things that, mm. that you know, could be changed or corrected. Um, Wikipedia, for reference, uh, was not in talks with YouTube to have this added. YouTube just decided that them, along with a couple other sources, were going to be used for this project. Um, but my, my main issue with it is, you know, adding a Wikipedia source, as you mentioned, 
probably isn't going to sway anybody. So if, you, if the problem is conspiracy <laughs> videos, and you know we look at what Facebook did with you know this uh, this might be the, the fake news identifier mm -hmm. or something like that, or even face, uh, Facebook using Wikipedia potentially in the past as sources of hey you can read a description of what this organization is from Wikipedia. We kind of know that this doesn't work as well as you know they expect it to. Hopefully, it's kind of already baked into the yeah. fact that it's a, called a conspiracy in the first place yes. because. These people who believe that there's a conspiracy are not going to be capable of, of, of differentiating. Mm -hmm. Well, this is part of the main conspiracy. That's, they're just going to go ahead and apply it, that brush to everything that, that, that would be considered, you know, well, Wikipedia is part. They're in on it. They're in on it. They're all in on it. So uh, to be honest, I, I don't know how helpful this will be. But I mean, <clears throat> if you're in the middle, I, I can't imagine what. What mm -hmm. you know? What kind of persons in the middle that would be swayed by this? But I don't know. The, the if that is the case, that there's somebody that that wasn't already already down this path that suddenly saw this and was like, oh wow, yeah, there's crisis actors. Uh, I weep for the future. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the solution isn't putting Wikipedia articles to give people more information, though that is certainly helpful to some extent. I think the issue is if you don't like these conspiracy videos and YouTube is finding them to be a problem in that sense, that they should just get rid of them um, or, or something yeah. like that. I mean, there, there's also been other stories of, of conspiracy videos that have been being been able to pass through as more credi credible news sources because they feature clips from news mm -hmm. and YouTube's algorithm wasn't able to figure out that this actually wasn't a news clip, right? So I, I just, I don't know, I, I, some could argue editorial control is a little much, but at the end of the day, it's it's YouTube's platform and if they're they're trying to find solution to these things that they deem as problems, I don't really think this is much. Yeah, I, I, think, that's, I think that's the issue really. It's, they don't want to be known as, you know, controlling the editorial content, but you know, in the end, this is just as damaging as any of the other stuff out there, like the Comet Pizza stuff, where, you know, an un unhinged person may go out and act upon this clearly false information. And, 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 you know, so they have at least some moral responsibility to make sure that what they're putting out there doesn't put the general public in danger. Yeah. Well, uh, YouTube CEO uh, Susan Wojcicki did not specify how many conspiracies um, were going to be on the initial list. Um, initially, they're going to be going after you know some of the the more well known ones, um, but they said that they're going to be you know hopefully expanding it um, over time to to get some potentially uh, controversial elements in the future um, and, and cover those. Um, so for our second story for today, um, eMarketer came out with a report, most A-B tests do not produce statistically significant results. Um, so about two-thirds of brand marketers, according to this report, uh, use A-B testing to improve conversion rates, and that's from research uh, by eConsultancy and RedEye. And while A-B testing is, a common among is common among publishers and marketers, most A-B tests fail to produce st statistically significant results, according to a survey of 3,000 900 professionals worldwide by user testing, fewer than 20% of respondents reported that their A-B tests produced significantly results 80% of the time. Um, but later in the same report, not to say that A-B tests are not useful because of this. Mm -hmm. um, John Donahue, the chief product officer of programmatic platform Sonobi, told eMarketer that the benefits of A-B testing are undeniable. Developing any creative project, there are a lot of assumptions, and A-B testing allows you to remove those assumptions. Um, and he mentioned later um, that A-B testing call to action features and ad headlines can save marketers 40% of their immediate budget on ad platforms like 
Facebook. Um, so j just generally speaking, you know, wh what are we thinking about this? Well, I, I think this is something where we have to look at the platforms mm -hmm. specifically. I do a lot of email marketing here and for, on, on, on the behalf of a lot of our clients. And I think that, you know, statistically significant is a different number than, than significant results being produced from a conversion standpoint because, you know, it depends on the size of your list to be able to say that you've actually produced a statistically significant number to be able to look at the math and say, okay, well, you know, this percentage went here, this percentage went here. If your mailing list is small enough or, you know, it is less than a thousand, you know, you could argue that that's this, you know, the, the sample size is too small to actually get mm. realistic numbers on that. So I think that, you know, every, as with everything, it needs to be viewed through a lens of, you know, credulousness and, 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 and a grain of salt and just mm -hmm. understanding that, that the context of the data that you're looking at and making sure that you understand that, you know, especially in my case with an email list, you most likely have a, already a fairly targeted list right there. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know, pretty much what it is, that the reason you're targeting these people, um, you know, and that should give you a little bit more of a statistically significant number because you have a very, very drilled down target audience. If you're hitting a broad list like that, mm -hmm. you know, th yeah, that, I mean, that's a, that's a good point to make. You know, don't put so much stock in the A-B testing. You know, I mean, if you, unless you have overwhelming results in one way or the other, um, you know, you're going to find that these, you know, when you're hitting a blank slate, that some of these things are not going to really come back with, you may wind up with a 50-50. I mean, I get that a lot with, you know, some of the more generalist lists that we hit. So, uh, you know, I, I think as with any of these data that we look at, um, you know, it really comes down to context being applied to the numbers and just understanding who your audience is and the way that you're reaching out to them to be able to understand if those conversion if that conversion piece is a, is a significant number. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think you, you brought up a great point that just because A-B testing, you know, w w when you have such a large audience, obviously it's, it's going to be, the numbers are going to be potentially m m significantly less than you would find mm. with, with a more concentrated audience. And I forget what I was reading, but it was a, a company talking about how they changed the wording of a call to action mm -hmm. and they got, you know, I think it was like 10% more clicks or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, their list is obviously small, so 10% is, you know, mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. huge. Right. Yeah. But um, so obviously, you know, things like that, A-B testing is going to help even if like 10%, well, is really big, 10% could be, depending on the size of your list, three people. Right. But three people could still be significant, relatively speaking. I mean, if your cost per lead is, mm -hmm. is, is you know, extremely high, three people is, is a huge yeah, deal for you. absolutely. And if you, in the business, let's say, for example, you know, we have some attorneys that bring in, you know, cases that have, you know, significant mm -hmm. amounts of money that can be, you know, one, one good case may very well pay for your entire marketing campaign for mm -hmm. the year. So. You know, again, it's all relative. It needs to be viewed through a lens of context to be actually, you know, before you make any judgment calls on the significance of your A-B testing. Absolutely. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode of the Comexus Cast Daily. Check us out tomorrow for more of the latest trending news. Have a great day.